This upcoming concert season will be all about the boots, and Tecovis is your stop for the best in Western style. Tecovis has seasonal and limited edition offerings this spring and summer, including men's and women's boots, apparel, hats, bags, and more. All Tecovis boots are made by hand in a time-honored tradition with timeless styles that are always on trend. And Tecovis has first wear comfort with little to no break-in period. It's hard to find this level of comfort paired with this level of style. Stop by your local Tecova store, have a complimentary drink or two, that's WCB style, and shop new styles. The smell of fresh leather and friendly staff are at your service. Many stores even have leather custom branding to make your boots truly personalized. And with regular live music and events, there's no in-store experience like it. If you can't make it into a store, just visit tecovas.com. That's T-E-C-O-V-A-S.com. They offer free shipping on all boots, as well as free returns and exchanges, and ship right to your door. Go to tecovas.com and find your new favorite pair of boots today. Fishing like a local isn't just about catching fish. It's about connecting with the environment and the people who call it home. It's about hearing the stories and traditions that have been passed down for generations and sharing unforgettable moments with the people you meet along the way. Fishing like a local is having an experience that stays with you forever. And with Fishing Booker, you can experience it too, no matter where you are. Discover your next adventure on Fishing Booker. Welcome to the Whitetail Legacy Podcast, coming in your ear holes, and we're talking about two phones today. Today, Talking about a buck we call Kevin Gates. Um, The reason we named this deer Kevin Gates is long story but it's because of the property owner that's all we can say <laughs> the property owner might partake in something uh, they that, definitely have two phones yeah they they might partake in something that might be illegal in some states and not illegal in other states <laughs> um that's all we can say so we named them all um people that have gotten trouble for uh <laughs> for possession of a certain product um, but anyways, yeah, let's get into the people that make this possible, and we're gonna. Oh, that's we're talking about the buck I killed October twenty eighth. People are like, "What the heck are they talking about?" <laughs> we talking about the buck I killed October twenty eighth. Oh yeah, Kevin just, Gates. Just another October buck yeah, here. Yeah. Getting the people that make this possible. We're gonna get in the show. Gonna start off with Exodus. Um, just want to give a shout out to Exodus. Trail cams were huge in the killing of this deer. Um, without the trail cams, we probably would not have been back in that property. Um, after that first card pull so um, if you guys are looking for one extra cam because that's kind of what we needed here we got a kind of a second property kind of late in the year real late like in october you know and we're like hey we need something in there right now crazy to, to kind of make it happen see what's in there and uh boom you got an extra cam you throw it in there and you kill a buck yep you know, that, that's all it took so and uh huge Huge shout out to the Exodus team for laying the smack down on their studs. Yeah. Uh, Cameron has been on fire this year. Um, and, you know, Jake Jake's, killed Jake's got his done. Chad so. killed a mega giant. Dude. So, and uh, season's not done yet. No. So, yeah. Chad's Kansas buck is everything you dream about, dude. It's solid. All right. Let's get into Right On Optics. Uh, guys, if you guys haven't checked out Right On Optics, this company is veteran owned and he's a police officer there's a guy going in late 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 we're still driving to missouri he's going in hella late anyways this company right in the middle of the ad read super professional this company is veteran owned and is a retired police officer um that's why they're so strict on you know having a 
American company that does it the right way, you know, with the warranty, with the customer service, with a product that you're going to be proud on, you know, proud of. And I'm, I'm proud to, to mention them on this podcast. Super awesome that they gave us this chance to, to do this. So if you guys are looking for an optic that uh, you can support a veteran company made in the United States, you know, retired police officer, check out Ride On Optics. Um, super awesome scopes and binos for all your needs. Um, you got last breath. Yeah, guys. Um, just as these last few episodes, this hunt is on the Last Breath YouTube channel. And um, it, I think this has got to be the best cover art for an episode. Um, Cody out there in the okayest hunter shirt, long arming a urban hammer eight pointer. Um, huge shout out to Grant for getting these episodes up and edited out quickly. Guys, an absolute genius uh, getting these videos put together as quickly as he does. Because I literally put everything on a SD card hand it to him he's like all right what do we got i was like we got six trail cam videos and we got setup stuff we got the kill we got the recovery stuff i said it should all just flow and i don't know how he does it so damn quick but uh, he's the wizard behind the behind the brand that's doing it so um as we play out this hunt through this podcast you guys can go watch it on their youtube channel that is right and we got next level guys um, if you're looking to get some food out for late season, um, now's the time to be buying it up. Um, they got their late season winter mix um, that these bucks are going to be needing after the rut. And if you're in a state that can bait and feed, um, you know, if you can mix this with whatever you're using to give them a little bit of extra protein, or you can use this strictly as, you know, you're attracted to, to fill those feeders and get those deer in late season because they're going to be coming to this stuff because it's high protein and that's what they're looking for to get that weight back on before it gets super cold so you can check them out at next level um, for all your deer supplement needs <clears throat> all right guys i'm going to do a special shout out here i know it's been gun season for a while but uh our buddy logan sellers has started something up called gun guys we're part of it too um, if you guys we got a 100 percent gun hunter t-shirt if you've seen some of our posts um, we're wearing the 100% gun. What is with the people going in late oh. in Missouri here, bro? <laughs> maybe he's got a buck down. It's it's super late, though. That's a second person. Oh, maybe he's got a buck down. He's back in the truck getting the yeah, cart. Yeah, that's probably what, what got, it is. Bud? What do you got, bud? Let's see. What do you got down? Uh, I, think, uh, I think he was peeing on the side of the road. <laughs> <laughs> that guy's way off in the ditch. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> but, yeah, uh, yeah, you check out the gun, guys. Um, you get, yeah, the T-shirts. We got maybe some beanies coming at least i got a beanie but, I, yeah i yeah, did too yeah i'm gonna be wearing it down here but we got 100 gun hunter t-shirts and that's what we're gonna be doing down here in missouri slinging some lead 270 is gonna be ripping 11 inches low at 350 yards just if you're wondering <laughs> just at yeah. 300 350 350 all 11 right inches low all right we're we're in the game you're in the game back <laughs> of the back of the shoulder those does out there dead as hell dead. <laughs> <laughs> any deer that you see pretty much is dead i love it i was just gonna say with the bow not even in the not game. even in the game not even close uh 100 gun hunter shirt looks fantastic behind some bow kills yeah it does every really bow, every bow kill we've had is really that. lets that antler color come out yeah it does. <laughs> gets a contrast orange all right well let's get into kevin gates um what the hell's the speed limit here seven all right yeah, yeah okay missouri right. this dude we get to go yeah. 70 70 right. 76 yeah brian shout out brian he says what do you say eight you're fine nine you're mine <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> 78 it is here we go I mean, this dude in high v's getting with yeah. the game <laughs> high v ripping out here yeah um but yeah kevin gates uh killed this deer off of 
uh, almost nine acre, like eight and some change acre farm, farm. I don't know. It's not even farm. Piece of ground. <laughs> um, no ag on it. Um, there's real close to houses, super close. Um, probably 150 yards from a couple at one point. Um, went into this piece. So it's after I killed my buck. It's like maybe like the 12th or the 15th or something. I'm at the gas station. And I see the kid's son, or the, yeah. Landowner's son. Landowner's son, yeah. That uh, I used to hunt this piece, and I'm talking to him. And, and I ask him about, hey, is anybody, they call it the 10 acres. I said, has anybody been down on the 10? He's like, no, dad's been in the nursing home. He had uh, some health issues, so no one's been down there. And, you know, not not knocking the guy for anything, but you got that guy who buys land, and he wants to open it up and make it look like a park pretty much you know take care of his land he's got to look about a tractor he's down there mowing he's cutting his trees doing this he's making trails and i don't know what it was in the past if like maybe everything was so overgrown before people started you know managing stuff that actually helped the deer like and that's the knowledge that they have but now there's nothing worse for a property to go in there open it up and make it look like a park mm-hmm you would drive every deer out of that piece. And that's what had happened to this piece. Um, he he had hunted it every day in October almost, opened it up, always doing work, planting little micro food plots, opening this up, doing this, and just pushing bucks off. And I had hunted it in the past, and there was literally no deer on it, absolutely zero deer. And um, he's like, yeah, no one's been down there on it, so if you, you're more than welcome to go down there. So I stopped to talk to the mom, and she goes, yep, no one else down there besides you guys you guys are good to go down there and uh, i was like okay well worth a shot scoop that right up yeah so <laughs> the first hunt i was super windy that day well, i was like all right well i'm gonna go in there and i'm gonna do a little scouting see what i got going on um check my doe bedding area make sure there's still does bedded in there and i got this sweet ass apple tree in there mm. giant apple tree thing is like, a monster <clears throat> thing's I tell it's us, like a full-grown oak. Yeah, I was I was telling Grant or Garrett about it, and he's like, "They know me don't get that big." I'm like, "No, it's like a five-gallon bucket at the base. Like things giant, you know." And uh, so I was like, "All right, I'm gonna go in." So I scouted the north, went in there. I was gonna hang on this apple tree. It was an off year, no apples. I'm like, "Okay, bunch of doe beds in there, a little bit of buck sign, nothing to really get me excited. Little sapling rubs and stuff, and no no scrapes, but doe beds, sea bedding." You know, we know. I know the does are still bedding in here. Okay, I see the bedding. They're still bedding in the same spot. Um, good. That's that's secure. I know that. And it's just like you said. It's the middle of October, early October. Yeah. So we're kind of thinking, you know, um, more rut hunting yeah. there than than you know late October, but just because of the past intel that you've had on this place and the fact that the lack of sign yeah already this far into october yeah so i'm thinking i'm gonna go in scout have, have my stand on my back bow ready to hunt and this stuff is thick like i'm crawling through a lot of it and uh you're going in there and i'm ready you know ready to hang at any moment and the thing about this property is it's so small and it kind of sets up as really narrow and long you know a narrow long eight acres but when you think about eight acres it's really small once you get in it and start walking like you could be halfway through it and not even realize you're halfway through like oh yeah. crap i'm almost the other end and the south end is more i guess it's the north end. it's the north end it seems like the south end though the <laughs> north end is more open you know 
off the gravel road. It's kind of open in there. And, and I would assume that just because that's the part closest to the house. Yeah, that's where he did all the cleaning and right. stuff. And that's that's that takes up a lot of the ground because it's so open. I mean, that's like three, four acres right there, you know. And, and um, I, I didn't have the wind to go on that side, or I probably would have hunted that ridge where we had the cam in the first place. But anyways... Mm-hmm. I went in there and I realized the does were there. Didn't see a lot of signs. So I was like, well, I'm gonna circle back and I'm gonna go where he had logged this cherry tree out like three or four years ago. And this guy had bought some cherry trees from him and he had went in there with the machine and got them out. And he had made a kind of a path in there and they had cut a bunch of trees out and left a walnut tree, of course, because they didn't want to take a money tree, but they took a bunch of trees out and kind of made an opening in this what what is what is those bushes called? I don't know what they are, but they're like ten foot tall, super thick green, and the it goes. You'd have to crawl underneath them to go anywhere. But there's no undergrowth other than them. Mm-hmm. It's just that that kind of you know, and little little cherry trees and stuff. So I went in there, and as I was going in, I passed a kind of a scrape that had just started, not not anything like literally right off the road, like ten yard. We got a cam there now. And, uh, and then I went in and put another, there's another old scrape and another old scrape on this trail going in. And then there's a, a I hunted this opening. I'm like, well, I'm just going to hunt this opening. I know the does are bedded over there and I'll hang this cam. And if this cam shows any promise, then we'll come back in it. And I said, well, if I hang it here, I know I can get in here and pull it pretty easy. And, uh, so I went in there, hunted, didn't see anything that night got down hung the cam what i let it set like five days six days uh yeah five days because there was four shooters yeah went back in there and there'd been four shooters on that cam on this eight acre piece one in broad daylight one at like noon kevin gates is in there at noon hitting this mock (laughs) scrape i made so i made this mock scrape and we had made we had started this theory or I, i started this theory with mock scrapes so i believe to get a good mock scrape it need like if you want a mock scrape that bucks are going to hit in daylight potentially it needs to be in security cover and it needs to be giant they need to walk by it and they need to be like holy shit like a lot of deer have been working this thing like i made it like three by four you know like a big like if you've seen that in the woods you'd be like shit this thing is huge <laughs> right. you know and I wanted to make it as big, so like can't they cannot walk past it? It almost looks like two fused into one is yeah. what it looks like. Yeah, like I wanted to make it as big as possible, and that's how we've been doing all of our mock scrapes yeah. all year. Like, and that the one at the least, make it huge, boom, bucks on it that night. Like, yep. And and guys, this is what we're doing in like well, in years past, July. Yeah. You know, from the, from the day we hang the camera, we're making a scrape. Yeah. And, and they're hitting it. Yeah, and they're hitting it. You know, a lot of them won't work the ground at that time, but I feel like, I don't know if it's that fresh dirt or what it is, but I mean, does are on this, button bucks are on this, and four shooters. We got a triple main beam buck. We got Kevin Gase in there. We got another eight-pointer. We got a ten-pointer with split brows, tall as hell. Um, thing is just on fire. And there, I have no idea, we have no idea why this thing is on fire. There's nothing in the book of, this makes whitetail sense. <laughs> whitetail deer doing whitetail shit why, is what we always say. Yeah, why and, they're there. It's just something like the camera that we pull, we're going to talk about later with the Giants on that we found out late, you know, on public. 
Oh, yeah. Yeah, I mean, just yeah. makes no sense why that deer's there. But anyways, right. <laughs> makes absolutely zero sense why there's this many shooters in this area. <clears throat> so we we get some north winds where, or south winds where we got to go hunt the other side. So we throw a hunt up there. We see a doe and two fawns come out. And let's see, uh, sorry to interrupt you. Yeah, go but, ahead. But uh, this is the start of Cody's uh, pre-rutcation. I took the... I took this week off. Yeah, I took that week off, and uh, Cody's joining me on Wednesday night. Yeah, Wednesday night. And, of course, we just literally <clears throat> scooped up the property, and I don't know what the rotation was we were on, but the right thing to do is let you have first hunt on this piece yeah. together. Like yeah. that, that just makes sense. So that's how we got the rotation going yeah. this time. So we go to a ridge where I had a stand like five years ago og bow hooks in there scooped oh, both soup, of them dude. We, both, we got both of them Th- yeah. not worried about saving weight on them things no yeah. <laughs> yeah giant thick you know bow hooks and uh, but anyways we go up there we hang trees bigger than it was of course so it's kind of harder to hang and uh we hung a cam that night right yeah <clears throat> yeah hung a cam on that ridge made a scrape made two yeah and then uh kind of was up there and we're like hey we need to make some shooting here and here and here but we end up hunting that night had a doe and two fawns come out right out of the bedding where i thought they were supposed to come perfect i was like all right good just solidify that that is doe bedding 100 percent. they come out of it that guy's gonna smash right there tomorrow oh yeah he's ready (laughs) but uh anyways so then you're up the next morning we go in there we pull that cam nothing on that cam overnight and uh we you pulled that cam most recently and there's yeah it, it kind of uh pick, activity we picked up there from the fifth through the ninth did it yeah it was it was solid uh, i think two shooters in daylight and two different ones um one borderline one shooter uh in the day in uh at night nice so yeah so that was the mother pics I sent you. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <clears throat> but, yeah, so you had hunted that morning. Um, did we see it? We, we didn't see anything that morning. We did, did not we? see anything. No, we didn't see anything that morning. And so it was two days on that, and then midday it was switching south. And we were like, well, in my mind, I'm like, all right, we know these shooters are here. We already put three hunts on this place. You know, it's still early. We're, you know, we're getting to the edge of, like, going to be pre-rut. Um and I'm thinking maybe we go somewhere else. And homie's like, no, stop being stupid. We're going to hunt where the bucks are. So Yeah, he's talking about something way out of left field. I'm yeah. like, bro, just yeah. st- stay the course here. Yeah, I'm just thinking, man, we're pressuring these deer a bunch and doing this. And and it's kind of like a bullshit spot we got. So and I should have just kept pounding it. And then once we killed out there and we pulled the cam again and they were all there again, then we just pounded we pounded the shit out of it. Yeah. Know? Yeah. But, but uh, we go back in there and we get in there and we park at the gate. It's locked and we walk down the road and we got like a hundred and fifty yard walk and we know exactly where we're going. We kind of set up different in the tree because I had been in that tree before and realized that. Well, we had went in there and pulled the cam. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. We went in there and I was like, dude. I know it's going to be a lot, but we got these pruners and this tiny-ass snow. And I was like, we got to be as quiet as we can. It's raining. I'm like, we got to be as quiet as we can, but we got to trim all this shit. 
for 30 yards. Because <laughs> if a buck comes out, it's going to come out right on this damn trail. And we're not going to be able to get a shot. So we go in there and we cut all this shit, like a ton of shit. But it's all like small, like <laughs> half shit. inch autumn all crap, you know. Crab apples, yeah, shit. Yeah, cuts easy. We get, a, we get a lane to that. We pull the cam. We go back to my house. The cam's on fire. Like, even better. Kevin Gates been there at noon. The the 10-pointer been there. Another 8-pointer been there. I'm like, God, okay, we got to get back in there. Yeah, yeah, we got to go. So we go in there. <clears throat> we hang. We set up. And we're at, I don't know how, we're not in the stand 25 minutes, probably 30 minutes. We'd hung different because we wanted with that with the way the cheer trees are there's just no cover so i wanted to be kind of in the auto and we're gonna we're gonna hang in a different tree now back off the opening a little bit and i think what we need to do is we need to do that shit where we run a rope tree to tree and cut a bunch of that green brush and yeah hang up there mm-hmm. it's the only thing i can think we could do we- we need somebody with a fake Christmas tree that's getting rid of it this year to yeah. give it to us. Yeah. <laughs> but I think if we cut a bunch of that shit, it would hold leaves. And then we could just have that that limb there and just put a whole bunch of shit up there early right. season. And then that would be fine, you know. But uh, anyways, so we hung up where I'm facing away from the trail that we just cut for the bucks. But I'm yes. like, I'll be able to shoot in between these, this crotch of the tree if there's deer there. But I'm thinking he's going to walk down this lane right to this scrape, and it's, he's going to be at, like, eight yards, six yards, like, right underneath of us. So the scrape is literally right underneath of us. Yeah. It's just across a four-wheeler path. This is about as wide as yeah. the, the road that Cody's been talking about is. And then the scrape's right on the corner. The camera's on the tree that we're hanging in. Yeah. And the opening, the other side of the opening is 25 yards max. Yeah. Is as far as, as you can shoot. As far as you can shoot. Like this. And then... Where this deer come out at is 30 yards, right on the nose. And that's all you're shooting. That That's, you can't shoot any farther than that no. in this spot. So, um, with our camera and our lens set up, we decided to just handhold and go with the small lens because everything's going to be so damn close. Yeah, everything's going to be 30 and in. Like, 30 is the max. That's the max. And with if Cody did have to shoot through the trees it would go by my head and the camera arm would be in the way yeah so and there's no other there's no other setup because that's the 10 percent chance of happening and the 90 percent chance of happening is out in the open coming to the scrape so that's the way we need the camera set up yeah and if you have it set up for the other way you're not it's not going to get on film so we just figured handhold with the small lens and everything will be fine yeah and, you know, we got two guys in this tree. We're both trying to be, you know, secluded because we're trying to film content. And that that's the only way we can make it happen. So we're in there. It missed a little bit. We're in there talking. And homie's, you know, big buck, big buck. It's not like my literally mm-hmm. favorite, favorite thing that you, when someone says that. I say, while we're hanging. Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I forgot that. Yeah. <clears throat> Go ahead. Oh, yeah. So um, we're just get to the bottom of this tree taking our stands off our backs and cody's like do you smell that and i took a big old whip so we're at the bottom of the tree and cody's like hey do you you smell that and so i take a big 
deep breath in and I'm like, yeah, it smells like a buck. And um, we're, we got a couple sticks up and I'm on the ground now and I get it again. And I'm like, damn, like something's either been right here on this scrape but now we had a we had a mobile there, so we knew nothing was on this on the scrape. But I was like, man, something like that scrape has been worked, and um, it was just crazy that we smelled this buck. We were that close to him. Yeah, we smelled him bedded while we were hanging the stand, and we're we're there. And I was like, man, that just that is like just makes you wonder if he like stood up, stretched, and yeah. changed positions and got Pungent, back down. Pungently strong, man. You know what I mean? Like just like you're standing right over him, literally. Yeah. I'm like, wow. And the wind was blowing right from the bedding where this deer was gonna come come out of. We thought, so we're like, oh yeah. And <clears throat> we uh we had got up. We're all set up. And he'd come out the exact trail that we just cut the shooting lane for. <laughs> and homie goes, big buck, big buck. And I turn around and I see it's the eight pointer with the swooping beams. And I, oh, you can hear in the audio, I'm almost drawling. And he's he starts walking away. And I had ranged that spot. I knew it was 30 yards. And he's standing perfectly broadside. <clears throat> but he was he didn't hesitate at all. He just, just took straight left and mm -hmm. he was walking away and i'm like digging for the grunter thinking man i'm gonna have to grunt <laughs> this thing back and uh he just takes a right into the thick stuff and i'm like oh he's he's coming back so what he was doing he was just trying to go upwind hit that trail and then j-hook into this scrape on the downwind side of it and uh when he was doing that he's coming back and there's only one spot that i could shoot this deer like only one in this wall of green and that deer walked right through that opening and i asked homie i said are you on him and he said yeah and i drew back and had to send it in between a couple trees and i was about two inches from killing a tree like that close and he was quartering too so i tuck it as tight as i could to the shoulder i should have maybe went back an inch more and i i hit that shoulder and ricocheted into him and uh, I ended up getting one lung in the back of the other and no exit. Um, his leg was, his opposite leg was back. And uh, we hit him, he didn't yule kick. Um, so we knew it wasn't low, it was, it was high, uh, but good, you know, good downward angle. And uh, he ducked a little bit, but we were talking about this after we shot. I don't know, like I'm not a hard shot guy. I'm there's a shoulder behind the shoulder shit center mass that's why I'm <laughs> aiming because that's where I have the least amount of like chance to miss right and if you look at every deer I kill on film public land buck touch high right behind the shoulder mm -hmm. whoopsie buck touch high right behind the shoulder they're all ducking a little bit and I'm going right where I'm aiming but just a little low from the duck so I need to go just a touch lower than what i am to play for that duck just go you know three quarters down the body where i still got plenty you know if i pull down or something when i'm you know shoot yeah but anyways he takes off running and we're we're super jacked up we know it's that big eight right away um and we play back the film and we're like okay looks good i'm like man i might have got shoulder we'll see because we seen the knock get carried off yeah he at carried, least 30 yards yeah he carried the knock a long ways and mm -hmm. uh we were like okay that's that's not good um didn't get a pass through um so we had just killed just got an arrow in the third buck in october on a hanging hunt 
mm-hmm. you know, on a bed. <laughs> like On a bed 100. Like, we're like, damn, dude. We're And we're just going where the bucks are. Like, we're just going where the best odds are to kill a buck. So we're feeling good that this deer is dead, but me being my cautious self, I told homie, I said, let's get down. We'll pull the sand down, we'll be real quiet. Then we'll go look for blood. So we go over there. We look for blood. There is nothing. There's there's pin drops. Yeah, of say blood. there's eight white hairs. <clears throat> yeah, and no blood at the shot site. No blood at all. I'm like, okay, here's the hair where I hit him, and it had rained and the ground was soft and you could see where he pushed off to take off. I'm like, this is exactly where I shot him, and there's nothing. There's, you know, just a pin drop of blood, and I'm like, well, this ain't good. And I went maybe. 10 or 15 yards and there was like two more pin drops and I'm like wow okay this is this is terrible like this is one of the worst blood trials I've ever been on and I mean we knew that he carried it off maybe got just poking through the other side because we seen him carry the arrow off yeah but we were expecting at least something a little bit more promising at that location yeah and or you know 10 yards down that we went yeah I figured you know that first jump where he hit the ground there'd be quite a bit of yeah. blood you know so we we got the stands down we went back to the truck i was like let's watch the footage i have my laptop on the computer so let's watch my footage on my laptop crack screen and all bullshit <laughs> like normal so we watched the footage and uh looks looks exactly where it looks like on the camera you know and i look trying to stop at the exact moment that the arrow hits him and it's hard to do it you can go frame by frame on the camera but on the computer mm-hmm. you can't you know you can't do that so we watched the footage we decide definitely a lethal hit um not quartering too steep enough where i got one lung and you know hit the hit the paunch or whatever hit the diaphragm and uh so i'm being my normal self i'm like well it's supper time now let's yeah. go up to casey's get a drink get a pair get a pizza get a pair of pieces what i was gonna say <laughs> a, a couple pizza pe- couple pieces of pizza and uh you know chill out so we went up there, watched the footage again, went inside, got some pizza, talked to a guy for a little bit. <laughs> Cody's asking the whole time, is he dead? Yeah. I'm like, yeah, he's dead. Yeah, I'm like, what do you think, man? What do you think? And he's like, yeah, he's, he's dead. I'm like, man, it just, I think, what if I got right in the shoulder? You know what I mean? But I'm like, man, the arrow looked like it buried pretty good. Yeah, it did bury. <clears throat> but uh, we uh, went back. Homie, we're at the truck. He's like, taking the cart? I'm like, yeah, we're taking the cart taking the car i'm like i don't know if that's bad juju or like not bad juju but yeah like, like we're is taking it bad the car. juju or is it confident yeah you know? I'm like, we're taking the car so as i'm dragging my this deer car through this residential <laughs> through the neighborhood community, you know <laughs> uh, go in there we start you know start back where where the the blood is and uh it's super thick so you can't drag the cart where we're at so the cart's back you know at the tree at the tree and uh we go in there and we start tracking and find pin drop. Oh, and, and in this time, we have no idea that this pop-up thunderstorm oh, is coming. Both neither of us looked to see if it was going to rain, and it is pouring rain. It yeah. is, yeah, absolute pouring rain. And I'm like, well, this is perfect. No blood, pouring rain. I'm like, deer, deer's dead in there somewhere. Dark as shit now. We just got to go in there and find him. I think we gave him two and a half hours. Mm-hmm. I'm like, okay, if it's a lethal hit where we think it is, he is 100% dead. And uh, go in there, and I'm walking. We find the arrow, and we got, like, 10 inches of penetration. I'm like, 12 inches of penetration. I'm like, okay, 
Yeah, a lot less than what we thought. Yeah, a lot less than what we thought. I'm like, okay, I know I got enough, but I mean, did it hit the shoulder and ricochet back into the guts? Like, what do I got going on here? There's no guts on the arrow, but there's not a lot of blood on the arrow either, you know? And most of the time when they pull the arrow out, there's a lot of blood and there wasn't any. Mm-hmm. Like this whole entire track job, I was talking to a guy and I was like, I feel like you could feel like a bottle cap with the blood. Like it wouldn't fill up a bottle cap, you know? And, uh, I'm thinking about the property, how it lays out and this ravine that we're through gets thicker to the left. So I go to the left and homie's thinking about and just where it'd be open. Yeah, least resistance yeah. is what I'm thinking. So homie's thinking the death run, and I'm thinking this dude's up in here bedded somewhere. So I'm trying to creep through there, trying to get, you know, an eye shot or something. And I'm probably 60 yards to the left, and homie mm-hmm. goes up the hill, and he, you know, he get, does the old, oh, he's over here, dead as hell. I'm like, okay. oh, perfect. But we got up to the deer, and we're jacked, of course exact deer we thought wasn't a whoopsie buck at all knew exactly what he was <clears throat> probably a little bigger than yeah he we thought he was yeah. which is always nice and uh just a super solid end up being a 141 inch eight pointer clean eight and uh big spoop of main beams 20 something wide i can't yeah, remember 20, yeah. 20 wide 20 wide 22 beams yeah 20, 22 and 23 mm-hmm. beams, yeah, and uh, just just a really good eight pointer, and uh, but he wasn't stiff when we got there. No, not not even close. So and he kind of died in like a strategic spot, like on a ridge in a low spot of like a little bowl of the ridge where like I don't know how that bowl got there, but just a little like five foot lower spot, you know. Mm-hmm. It wasn't like a ravine; it was like a bowl cut out. Yeah. It's almost like a flat spot, almost like a little quick flat yeah. in the ridge. Yeah. And uh, he had died right there. And, and he had kind of died where you could tell he wasn't running. He had put his head down. His legs were kind of curled up a little bit. And I was like, damn, this deer, you know, went in here and died. He didn't do a death run and died. So he was probably dead pretty quick after I shot him, but it wasn't an instant run, dead run. So we never heard him crash. Nope. Um, so we did the right thing by waiting and in my mind when you wait for a deer if he's dead now he's going to be dead tomorrow like if you put a bad shot on something when i jumped that giant a few years ago if i would have waited until the next day i probably would have that sucker on my wall so that all that plays into my head i just i do not ever want to see a deer climb up out of a bed of that let alone that caliber, but just crawl up out of a bed and you got you just can do nothing about it but watch him run away and then know that he's going to die and then run on to property that you can't get on. Like, they will not physically let you on there. I mean, you're like, what? Game warden can't help you? You can't do anything. The dude's just a douchebag. Mad that you keep killing giant bucks because you're actually hunting (laughs) and he's not hunting he has the best property all the deer are coming right off of his property he has no idea and he's just a douchebag and won't let you go get the deer because oh i'll go look for him i'll go look for him i'm like dude you ain't gonna look for that deer he's like what's he look like i said well he's you know giant drop time like (laughs) yeah when you find him you're you know know. like i gotta ask those trail cam pictures of him yeah i'll be able to show you anyways 
um, yeah, I constantly remind myself that you had that happen. Yeah. And that's why you are the way you are. Yeah. And you made a good point. And that's what I tell everybody, too, is, like, if he's dead now, he's going to be dead in six hours. Yeah. Like, if he's not dead now, he could be dead in six I hours. I was not very worried about coyotes because this deer literally died 100 yards from someone's Were house. Were you worried about the cougar? No. The <laughs> landowner said that there was a cougar. She was probably on the stuff that we were talking about at the beginning when she's seen said cougar. But uh, anyways, the uh, the buck, you know, died right there, and we had to drag him out of the timber like 60 yards to a paved road and put him on the cart and drag him through the residential community to the back of the truck. And um, The cart works great yeah. on a paved road. Car, yeah, cart is gangster on a paved road. If we ever shoot one there on top and we got to get to the paved road, that's going to be sick. Yeah. <laughs> works solid in the timber, paved road. Like ice. Yeah, I drug that thing. I, that was one-handed yeah, one by handed yourself. By myself, yeah. <laughs> Best drag out we've had ever. But giant, giant-bodied buck probably a big four or five year old not sure like i said we don't have a lot of history on this just a really solid eight pointer and best thing about it is still got a bunch of shooters in there um still got a mobile on that scrape um start few deer starting to hit the scrape again so that shows me that they're coming off does mm. and starting to hit the scrape again so nice but uh yeah um and best thing about it is you know, don't overlook those bullshit spots that people talk about. Oh, it's eight acres, is right at, you know, by town, by a house, and I killed a giant, you know, and, and I'm thinking this place is bullshit. Know that I could probably get permission there, but just don't because it's a complete waste of time. And then go in there and realize, like, holy shit, this is one of the best pieces that we have. Yeah. You and know? while you were at the gas station, you seen two daylight pictures of bucks last year, daylight in October, oh, yeah. looking real solid. <clears throat> yeah, so that's the real reason we were in there was, so I had seen this guy, and I got permission, and then one of my wife's friends had put her house up for sale that connected to this piece. And he had, like, two acres or something there of timber, and he had two bucks on cam one in daylight that was pretty solid i was one like it was like a 150s 10 yeah, wasn't it yeah i was like man maybe i'm maybe i'm messing up by and i and it, i'd seen the the page the you know the pictures of the house and that was like the first picture that they were advertising <laughs> for of course you know and i was like oh shit like okay like you know we might we might be able to uh to get something in that you know little they'll go ahead oh and i know the people that bought it and they don't hunt Mm. I'm like, ooh, maybe we can ooh, swoop yeah. in on that little two acres. Acre, two acres there. Well, two acres on the north. You All right, know? we got ten acres. Yeah, now. we got ten acres. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, at least if one runs up in there, we, you know, yeah, we get, get it, get it. But um, that's where that buck I dropped antlers died in the backyard. So, mm. but anyways, yeah. So Kevin Gates died. Get him out. Um, really happy with that deer, man. Happy with the hunt. Homie crushed the footage handheld tight quarters deers and thick ass cover it's raining but like i said worst blood trail i've ever had um confident of the shot quartering two but shooters gotta shoot man if i would have been like oh it's quartering two it's thick and not shot wouldn't have had that deer it would have winded us it, yeah it was about 10 yards from winning us if it wouldn't have winded us it would have j-hooked in there and maybe got a shot but I didn't want to risk it. I'm like, I got to shoot right now. If you got an opening, you got to take it just like, uh, you know, we were talking to 
uh, evil heart you know mm-hmm. oh I had a shot and it was a little further than I really wanted to so I'd end up not taking it thinking that deer was going to do something then it ended up doing the complete opposite so I was like I'm not going to make that mistake I'm going to take the first opportunity that I get and make it you know make it happen and dead deer you know and and that's the biggest eight pointer I ever killed well uh what uh what uh what's the name homeboy homeboy yeah homeboy scores more but he's got kickers and splits and all kinds of shit going on split brows and the big flyer you get a flyer that adds seven inches on an eight pointer you're like okay yeah it's not really an eight pointer anymore (laughs) but biggest clean eight that i got and uh gonna look sweet on the wall wide big main beams nice dark chocolate rack again Mm -hmm. and uh got to do more pictures and uh bucked out october 28th you know and ready for next year (laughs) ready for missouri hopefully homie kills his first you know rifle buck a good like 135 140 class deer and then i get to get behind the gun and like i said this would be my last chance for the year to to kill another deer Mm -hmm. another buck you know yeah logan when we go up to logan's that's gonna have to be a absolute swamp mag daddy to yeah get me to shoot but be a fun hunt but yeah that's uh kevin gates you got anything to add for it but like i said don't overlook the small spots hang and hunt hunting where the bucks are homies pulled me off of trying to do some bullshit set like we were talking about no bullshit sets i was thinking about doing some bullshit set just because we were putting the pressure on there and he's like bucks are there bro we got you got to go like you can't not be in there mm-hmm. you know and and that's why we work good together sometimes he I lead him to deer. Sometimes he leads me to deer. It's just part of the game. It's because we're both we're both in the game. We're both hunting together. So homie killed that deer just like I did. He was in the tree. It was within bow range. Same same deal. You know. Right. He had the intel. We both talk about where we want to go and make a decision together. No one's like, this is where we're fucking going, no matter what you say. You it's, know. Exactly. It's, not, it's never like that. It's like, okay, this is our odds. What are we doing? Where are we going? You know, and speaking of, you know, that's where the deer are. I I went and hunted there on November third, and encountered an absolute giant. Um, if I'd have shot this deer, it'd have been the biggest deer of my life. And it's kind of the same setup, uh, hanging hunt, and got hung up super good, and then um, had two does come down that road. They, I heard them walking, and I just wanted, I didn't want to get surprised by a buck being that close so i kind of peek around the tree does looking right at me and then they just kind of worked the back side of that scrape and they wanted to come out but then the second one's like no we don't want to go out there to this opening and then um they worked more around the opening in the timber or in the brush and um they got they weren't even they didn't blow at me but they blew and just kind of skirted off back to the way they came. And then about 10 minutes before dark, a deer's making commotion right where they, them does blew at. And it's working from straight in front of me to my left. And all of a sudden I smell that same smell we did when we hung for Kevin Gates of that pungent buck smell. And I'm like, shit, that's a buck. And I got the grunter, gave a couple grunts back behind me like a buck's on that road. I hear this deer start making a scrape. 
and then he stops. I do two more grunts. He finishes making that scrape again, and then by now this time, it's like shooting time, a minute before shooting time, I mean, it's dark as hell, and he just finally comes out in the opening. Well, just like Cody said, that tree doesn't have much cover, and um, he's coming right for the scrape at the bottom of the tree, or, you know, right to the grunt that, you know, was right there. And, uh, you know, he had, is a clean 10 or a, a nine, but his twos and threes had were 12 and 13 inches. I mean, just absolute giant. So that deer's out there, never been on cam. And, um, you know, it's just another hunt of going where the odds are, where the deer are at this time and having a really good, a really good encounter with a buck. I wish he would have now, you know, now that I didn't shoot him, I wish he would have been able to come over so we could have got him on cam, you know, yeah. but, uh, it would have been my biggest buck ever. Like, I mean, it's a no doubter thing had me tore up, up there. It was absolutely cool, cool encounter and being six days from Cody killing right there. So, yeah. And then, and then we went, we hunted there a couple other times and seen shooters in the bottom yeah. and seen other bucks work. We got to get on the backside of where the does are bedding and get an idea how they're coming out. Um, it's just a good little spot that we're gonna be, I think, be I think meticulous with. Put a bow stand food plot in there and put a scrape stick out on the other side of that opening and make your scrape right there to mm. where they're drawn to go to that. On the other side. On the other side. You got a fifteen yard quarter away <clears throat> shot. Yeah, fifteen yard quarter away. Hunt a tree that's tucked back a little bit. Yep. So when you find these areas and you know it's good, then you just fine tune them. You know, okay what can we do you know hang some brush make us cover a little bit better mm -hmm. try to do something probably get a preset stand in there because the does and bucks bed so close yeah cut a lane from the road so we're not bumping anything when we walk on that lane we're not putting any ground I, scent down i think we need to get a lane back in before that dog can see us if 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 the property line allows it we need to hop in and get like leave a a row of trees on the edge of that fence yeah i went in to pull that cam dog sees me starts ripping yeah so i feel like we have to beat that dog to get in i know we did twice yeah you know we got in there but just that dog like that dog was barking little, like crazy in the interview though i think they're so used yeah. to it man that they, and they, they probably are it's just ease of mind while you're yeah. sitting there at 4 30 a dog still ripping an hour after you've been in there yeah. like there ain't gonna be shit out here yeah, guys yelling. Yeah, guys yelling, yelling at him to come in. The city's truck yeah, working. Yeah, city you know? trucks working back and forth. <laughs> you're like, and you're like, 55 yards from that road. Like, <laughs> so uh, we're all jacked up. You know, Cody's bucked out October 28th, and we're still like, that's Cody's actual first day off of work. Yeah, and you're bucked out. Yeah, and uh, so now we're taking the deer to the locker. Um, obviously, I'm up to bat to hunt. We took pictures in the morning. And um, we're like, well, we got this bullshit cam on this spot. Not very hard to check. Let's <laughs> see what's on it. And we had checked it. We had checked it one time before that, or was that the first check? Yeah, I had, you had checked it one time. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. I had checked it, and we had hunted there, right? Or not yet? No, no we hadn't no. hunted there yet. So, um, pulled this card. <laughs> and we're driving down the road. We just swap cards. 
got the computer in the truck in the yeah in the truck <laughs> and, um, i'm scrolling through pics i'm like if there's a giant yeah this is this is where cody's been be. saying for three years that probably a giant right there yeah probably Pro- a giant probably a giant right there and we get to this picture and it's a just a nasty non-typical drop tine can't tell exactly what he is besides biggest shit that, yeah. biggest shit heavy got probably 12 up top and one down below yeah that's about all we got right now and then go through a couple more picks it's about 20 picks later yeah <laughs> cody about wrecks the truck because he just looks over and glances and the giant typical that we found last year is it's back on, on camp. It's back on there. <laughs> I'm like, oh my god, he's not so typical anymore. But no, golly. he's not. I'm like, huh. and um, just like there's moments in time of like us pulling cards and checking cards, like the time we got freeze back at the studio. Yeah. Uh, when we did get the <laughs> giant typical last year in velvet, um, just key moments like that where your reaction of <laughs> like we got an absolute unit on cam. Yeah. It's, it's just priceless, and I, and I laugh about it all the time. Yeah. But, I, of course, here we are. Cody's bucked out. Oh, yeah. I'm like, oh, yeah, bucked out two magnums <laughs> on two, cam now. <laughs> two magnums, one 200-incher out there. Yeah. Just, <laughs> just, <laughs> oh, yeah, right into the 200 zone Yeah, here. I'm like, oh, yeah, perfect, buck out, 190, 200-incher on camera. <laughs> Classic. And if you knew what this cam was, you'd be like, no fucking way. There's that. Yeah. No, no, that. Someone, I'm like, someone is like printing pictures off and putting it on this swap in the card or something because they should not be there no they should but not be there they're there but and they're then there. then you pull it again pull it again and, and the drop time buck damn near daylights on halloween 20 minutes from daylighting halloween yeah 622 he's on cam and the spot he's coming from yeah stupid stupid like you're like where so where are you at bro i was i was thinking about asking there in the inner circle like does anybody have any spots or does anybody else do this just put cams in bullshit spots and have you ever had an absolute mind-blowing deer on it because that's what that's what that's how we found like that when we got pictures of pickles like bullshit spot yeah i mean this is a bullshit spot like I, don't, I feel like bullshit spots. You hear people talk about, oh, it's right by the parking lot, right by the road. I sent my kid over there, and he killed a giant. <laughs> Every and, year in Iowa, some six-year-old. Yeah. <laughs> and I'm like, if a deer wanted to cross the road, this is so like Adam's house. I feel like if you hung yeah. a cam, be a fucking giant out there. <laughs> you put a scrape on that thing. I've been saying 78 years that there's a magnum in that sucker. I go out there and put a hot scrape down, giant on it. There's going to be a four double yeah. dropper out there. Yeah, yeah. Just the double dropper just went half mile north and just <laughs> yeah. chill that's where he lives right we're out there taking pictures of bucks he's like oh they, they shot another one <laughs> right right i'm safe yeah, right I'm safe here right here i've been safe for 78 years in this little <laughs> shithole draw but yeah i it seems like that i was like if there's a giant it's gonna be on this cam it's a junk ass wild game takes crap ass nighttime pictures and the deer are three inches away from the camera when it takes a pic, yeah. you know? Yeah, I mean, it's straight ghost mode. Yeah, they got the, the blur going on. You're like, there's going to be a giant on there. And then there was two. Two. I'm like, fuck. 
I, I remember I looked at the computer and then was like, ah! Bro, and I looked away. Swerving and shit. Yeah. And I looked back. I'm like, is that a drop time? Ah! Yeah. You're like, that, that's a giant typical. I was, yeah. like, I was like, yeah, bro. Yeah. I was trying to get off of it so you didn't see it. Yeah. <laughs> and like, come back to it. I'm like, oh, that's a giant typical. Yeah, that thing is. <laughs> so what's going to happen next year is we're going to throw a bunch of – well, what's happening right now is we're throwing yeah. a bunch of assets on this bullshit spot. <laughs> Late see. Late – if we kill this guy, we wouldn't even be able to describe the spot because everybody would know where it's at, but it's just absolute bullshit. It's bullshit. Complete bullshit. We threw a set on it didn't see anything. Yeah. But then the cam, I mean, it's 20 minutes from daylight, so you're like, okay, it's 20 minutes from daylight, and this cam is on the road. It is on the road. Like, and there is, the trail he's going down, there is no timber direction he's going for half mile. Ever. Yeah, ever. Like, he's just there to go to that ag field and run across that giant field to get to that other timber. That's the only thing he's doing. So, he'll be hard to kill, but... I can see it's wasting a lot of time. But he's there. He's been there like yeah, six he, times on camp. We're gonna, you know? we're, I'm going to waste some time. Yeah, I'm going to waste some time <laughs> um, with you. So, yeah, like I said, the, the drop time buck's been on there four times. Absolute giant. And yeah. then the giant typical has not been back. Yeah. But it's only been like a week. Yeah. But And it's the rut right now. Yeah. So. I mean, if they go in there late season and, so and they, he's living in that thing. Dude, I feel like if they go in there late season, we are going to be right in the yeah, game. Yeah, we'll be right in the game. We know exactly where to go. Slide in there. Straight north. Done. Dundo. Dundo. But, yeah, we need we need to get a lot. We, we're going to have about six mobiles <laughs> and about nine acres, eight acres, six acres. Yeah. Somewhere right know, around there. If the Blue Jay takes a shit, I'm going to know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I'm going to know what's going on. Creek crossing, cam. Field edge, yeah. cam. Like, anywhere anywhere we can get a picture of these deer, but um, that's game plan. But, yeah, that's that's going back. Don't don't overlook those small spots where people don't. Every person that hunts this property is walking past this spot almost. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, it's just not it's just not not there. It's just like the spot across from Boonertown. I'm like. Giant, uh, yeah, giant yeah, over there. Yeah. That's another one of those. You I'm put sca- a cam in there. I'm scared to hang a cam there. <laughs> Ooh, money. I just need to get permission over there. And we put a mobile over there. It's going to connect the dots Yeah. so much for us. It would be insane. <laughs> Even he, if he might let me hunt that too. I just need to ask him. What is there, two trees over there? Yeah, it's like four maybe. Yeah. A uh, bunch of brush though. Even though we might even need to put like two regs on the road. Yeah. Because I feel like we are messing up there. Yeah, I think we might mess up. And it, if, we, if that's if we can't get over there. Yeah. But yeah. I feel like it would connect a lot of dots of these deer leaving, and they're just over there chilling right next door, and then they just pop up like, oh, we're here now. Yeah. And you're like, where did you go? Well, we went over there to this five-acre grassy <laughs> Gra- bullshit <just> grass. ditch, <laughs> and no one bothered us for eight years. You know? Yep. Bud Heavy's is over there living uh, high on the hog. That'd be another deer I'd like to shoot. Yeah, no, I'd really like to shoot that deer. Westside, Bud Heavy. Westside, Bud Heavy. And yep. this drop time dude. Giant typical would be solid. Giant typical, yeah. Yeah. We can't really call him typical anymore. I know, right? I don't know. Yeah, I was thinking. The closest deer we got to 200. You see this thing front on, bro. You're going to yeah, shit yourself. Yeah, you see him front on. You're like, okay. We, we got the we cam, got, cam set up for it. Yeah. We got uh, we got front on pics of him last year, and we were like, oh, 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 okay. 
we got side pics of them. We're like, oh yeah, 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 that's that's good. And but you, you forget the, the frame. Then you get the frame. You're like, okay, whoa, we got some serious potential here to be wowing. But hopefully, I'm not going back in that shithole if he's back in there. No. No. He's 220? Maybe. <laughs> That's going to take a lot for me to get back in that ditch. Yeah. The wind just, it's just a waste of time down there pissing in the wind pretty much because your wind's just swirling. It's swirling, literally. Remember the spot that we did interviews in that ditch? Yeah. I think that's the only spot you could get up high enough. Remember we went back there and we bumped that doe bedded down there? Right. I feel like if you got up on that, on top of that ridge, you're going to shoot about... 12 yards yeah there is a tree over there. that, that yeah. tree that i picked out over there is yeah. about the only spot that's about the only spot <clears throat> yeah somehow there needs to be a better trail in there yeah <laughs> we got to get like we got to get the orange markers we yeah. need the orange markers yeah, on that, that trail. would be key that would be key but all right well that's the story of our third october buck guys um been a hell of a year uh, just main thing is just don't overlook the small spots hunt where the bucks are don't get discouraged and think that you're pressuring something if the bucks are still showing up you ain't pressuring it that hard yeah you in know? daylight yeah yeah if they're if they're still there you're not you're not pressuring that hard and that's the time of year where you got a hot scrape you need to be on it so shout out to homie for for getting me back to ground saying hey dude we're not going to go on some bullshit magic hunt and try to find some deer let's just go to where the bucks are and hunt so but yeah, we've got high outlook for the rest of the season for homie to get one more buck, and then we buck out, and we are on the way to Missouri, and hopefully drag out a couple bucks down here. In so. the podcast world, we've been driving to Missouri for a month. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> we just got together. We had this six-hour drive. We're like, man, we need to get these guys caught up on what we got going on, so this is how we're doing it. And, uh, well, this car is going Yeah, they, they just pulled out there. Oh, I think it's probably because there's a cop right over there. They didn't want to just rip it right in front of this cop. <laughs> I feel you, bro. <clears throat> but, yep, um, like always, try to do the right thing. Try to leave a legacy. And uh, we love you guys. We appreciate all the downloads throughout the season of us pre-recording the series. Um, you guys absolutely smashed it. We really hope you guys enjoyed it. Um, we appreciate every one of you guys that listens. All the message we got throughout the season, a shitload of people messaging us, talking about how they got it done, saying that the podcast was valuable for them. Um, that means a ton, man. Really really touches our hearts as they say when Mm -hmm. when someone says that that what we're doing can bring some value to you guys um in the end just remember we're just like you guys out there just trying to get it done trying to be better than we were last year and uh trying to get one more buck down that's that's all we're doing so we're always on that one more buck and uh right now homies up to bat with the rifle and then homies up to bat with a bow and we're we're trying to get one more buck. We're just going to keep doing that and, until we can't do it no more. Yeah. So. Yep. All right, guys. We out.